Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's Friday, which means it's time for unsportsmanlike conduct with your hosts, Adam Hill and Ed Green. Hey, welcome into unsportsmanlike conduct of the Vegas Nation. This podcast is sponsored by Station Casinos STN Sports, and we're your hosts, Ed Green and Adam Hill. We're here each week to give you some of our thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders before entering into the world of news and other topics we seem to find interesting. Adam, here we go, baby. It's game week. Exhibition against Seattle on Saturday. 6 p.m. kickoff. Raiders start their exhibition season. I don't know about you because I don't think anyone's playing. Gruden might be a quarterback. So I'm more excited to see Allegiant Stadium with a full house of fans. Give me your guesstimate as to how many people we're going to see in that place Saturday night. I think it'll be full. 60,000 plus? I think so. Nice. I mean, it's the first the first time you can go watch football, NFL football, in that in that stadium with – you know, I mean, there's been a couple of fans here and there. There's been a couple of fans of UNLV games. There was a concert, a soccer game. But your first chance to see a Raiders game at the stadium, I think people are going to go if for no other reason that it's historic. I think the uh, – I know the secondary market is kind of out of control right now in terms of how much tickets are uh, for an exhibition game. So, yeah, I think it's going to be great. But, man, I, I feel like you were you were fake enthusiastic there. How could you not be excited for football? Are you out of your mind? I'm very excited. Why do you think I you think I was being a little facetious there with my screaming and yelling? You think I was like being fake? Maybe a little. I'm excited. Look, I'm excited to, for the media parking 46 miles away. I, I want it to be 115 degrees as we walk towards the stadium. But once we get there, I am excited to uh, see as many people as we can. And I know you talked about this earlier in the week, and I want you to stand on the soapbox, not that you don't already in many, in many ways. We know that uh, masks – will be, should be um, uh, required when you're in that stadium. Uh, they should be. People should have no chance. The uh, problem with that is the numbers rise throughout the country. It's getting worse and worse. But I heard you yesterday on another, uh, let's say, uh, show, and you were having a kind of a strong statement about people who won't wear their masks or have a problem doing their masks. And I want to talk to you about that now because I'm completely with you on this. Enjoy oh. the game. Be excited to be there and be in Allegiant Stadium. There'll be a lot of people who've never been in Allegiant Stadium. Some have, most haven't. And don't have an issue with people who tell you to wear masks. I think that's the, that's the biggest thing. Look, the debate is is one thing. And I understand that there's people that are on the other side of the debate from us. And they, you know, think this is all stupid. And it's, you know, hygiene theater, whatever you want to call it. All these theories and, and stupid things that are out there. Uh, first of all, get vaccinated for your fellow citizen. That's the first thing. But if you're not... I would say don't go into big groups, but if you are, listen, there's rules. Everybody understands right now. If you're listening to this, if you're you know, listening to anything out there, if you're paying attention to the Raiders, you understand. You have to wear a mask at the stadium on Saturday for the game. This is probably going to be the case for most of the season. We don't know yet, but for right now, you have to wear a mask. However you feel about that is irrelevant to the situation. All I would tell people is do not be a jerk to the stadium employees. Don't be a jerk at the concession stand or at the bathroom or when you're throwing some trash away or when you're in your seat, when somebody comes over and tells you to put the mask on. It's not that person's rule. This is not the person at the stadium's rule. And by the way, this applies to everywhere. 
uh, let's, let's also extend this in your normal life when you're at the coffee shop or the restaurant or wherever you are. Like, why are you being a jerk to employees? What is wrong with you? Like, it's just, it's unbelievable. And I see it every single day out in public. Why are you being jerks to people that are just doing their job? It makes no sense. You do realize whatever cause and, and nonsense you're fighting for, which is idiotic anyway, like you, no matter what high ground you think you stand on, you have lost it by being a jerk to these people. Just stop. Are you, uh, and I think you are, are you once again taking a veiled shot at my arch nemesis, Rick Schroeder, who <laughs> had a problem with the gentleman at Costco? I fear there's going to be a lot of Allegiant Stadium workers on Saturday night, and I feel bad for them, that are going to be that Costco guy. And there's going to be, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of Rick Schroeders, but you know in 60,000 plus, you're going to have a large percentage of Rick Schroeders who question the idea of masks and if they're safe and why we have to keep wearing them. Um, and I, I do, I feel sorry for the people that, you know, are going to come under attack who have nothing to do. It's like the Costco guy, that poor kid stands by a door. Maybe one day he gets promoted and gives out samples and maybe he's works in the chicken department, which I understand because my nephew is a, a manager to Costco <laughs> in Houston. If you start doing like the baked chickens, you've made it up there. So I have a fear. There's going to be a lot of these poor Costco people like being berated by nut jobs who don't want to put their masks on. I mean, I feel like there definitely is, but I, why is it you, like, I wasn't saying anything about Rick Schroeder. You're the one that always brings it back to Rick Schroeder. <laughs> oh, God, ruined my life. That's a long story. Uh, so we're going to watch. We, we'll be in the press box. I don't think we're allowed to mingle in the masks and unmasks. Because actually would be good, though, because uh, I don't know how much we'll have to write about the game. Because as Gruden said today, uh, nobody's playing. I think that meant eh, the starters. Um, so who knows what it's, the game's going to look I'm, like. I'm excited for a lot of Case Cookus. Yeah, well, Case Cookus. Well, <laughs> he might play every snap. Um, so let's get to that real quick. We're not going to be able to see much. I mean, I do think, and Gruden did say today, rookies like Leatherwood, I would assume, uh, Trayvon Morg will play. Um, you got to start looking at these guys. So is that what we should be excited about? Carr's not going to play. Waller's not going to play. I don't know if Jacobs plays. And like I said, we wouldn't play any of those if we were the coach also. No. So I guess, I mean, Leatherwood, maybe, I don't know if I'm jacked up for an offensive lineman. Cause even if he gives up sacks, it's against guys who probably aren't going to be the quarterback. No offense to them. So I guess I'm going to look on the defensive side of the ball at safety and maybe other places that might be interesting to watch on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I do expect you're going to see some of the guys in the in the cornerback uh, competition. Um, right. I don't even know how much of a competition it is. It seems like it's kind of ironed out now. But uh, even some of those guys, like you know, I, I doubt Trayvon Mullen plays, I doubt Casey Hayward plays, but I think you're going to see guys like Arnett, um, you know, guys like that who. Uh, are still trying to prove something, maybe not rookies, but guys that didn't have preseasons last year, uh, guys that are around. So I think defensively, look at that. And then the linebackers. I mean, uh, Tanner Muse is getting a lot of run with the ones. I don't think that actually happens because I don't think they play a lot of base anyway, but he's getting a lot of run with the ones. Like, I, I think we'll see how he looks. He didn't play all last year. I'm, I'm sure he'll be out there uh, and playing, and we'll get to see exactly what maybe the coaches see in him. Uh, Javen White, former UNLV you know, player who – uh, we'll, we'll play a lot, I imagine. Um, and then you're, you're going to get some guys that you know just on um, – just because there's – you know, you look down the death chart, like even the third and fourth stringers, like you know their names, you, you've, you're you interested in them for the most part, and I think you want to see them play. So I, I do think there's intrigue, and I also – I get very annoyed when people, you know, trash the preseason. It's fun to joke about, I guess, but um, it, listen, it's not only an opportunity for guys to get their get their, you know – 
uh, get their games on film and be seen by other teams as well as your own team and, you know, make an impression and show how hard you play and all those things. Uh, but that's what everybody says. I mean, you go one step further, like you don't have to watch football ever. Nobody ever makes you. I watch football because I enjoy watching football. Uh, I, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy watching practice. I enjoy, you know, the head to heads and, and, and reps and, um, I, I like all that stuff. So I just like watching it and people, you know, for us that have to cover it. Yeah. We're going to be watching anyway, cause it's work, but I'll probably watch almost every preseason game that every team plays. Yeah. You're, you, let's be honest there. You're a bit odd every game. I know you, I know, uh, you, you were talking about, uh, we're doing this on Thursday. There's some games tonight you were talking about, but I mean, I enjoyed, I mean, I'll enjoy like Leatherwood will watch, like I said, more, what would you do? This is what I'm interested in because, Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards have to be a lot better this year. And yet their schedule, they're, they're slotted in as the starters. And what do we say about exhibitions? Okay, um, not a lot of starters playing exhibitions, should they? But I'll tell you what, with these two guys, like I don't put them in the case of like starters coming back that you don't need to look at. So I'm not saying you play Ruggs and Edwards the whole game. And I assume it's going to be Peterman um, and Cookus as the quarterbacks because we know Marcus Mariota has been out a few days with a leg, a sore leg. There's no way you play him on Saturday night. There's no reason to. But even with those guys as the quarterbacks, like I, I think you need to play Rugs and Edwards. Like I think you need to start seeing them in live action. You don't, you don't want to get them hurt. But these are guys. I mean, I think you'll agree they have a lot to prove this year. They do, and, and I would like to agree with you. But I'm going to throw a counterpoint out there and say, what was the biggest factor in both of them not having great rookie seasons? Well, they got hurt. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, both of them were hurt very early in the season. So you want more reps? Like, I, I, I'm I, with you. Like, I think you want to see them more. You want to give them as much opportunity as you can. But they both got off to slow starts and never recovered last year because of injuries early in the season. I don't know that I want to see them out there. Yeah. Maybe. Like I said, you know, John Brown's a vet. Um, Zay Jones, you, you got other guys who can play, obviously. I mean, I don't know what you do with Hunter Renfro. Maybe play Sneed, not Hunter Renfro. I know you don't want to get guys hurt. Um, along the line, it'll be interesting. We think Leather will play. You're definitely going to see Andre James. He absolutely needs to play as the uh, as a, as the center, the new center. I don't know how much you play Richie Incognito or Colton, though. I don't know if you need to see them. Maybe you do a lot of Brandon Parker and John Simpson. Um, you know, the game's going to be what we expect it to be. It's going to be more interesting to me uh, what the atmosphere is, how loud it is for football. I've seen it for a concert. You've been in it for where you were there for soccer and a concert, right? Yeah, I, I was yeah, there. So both. Yeah, okay, you've seen both. Um, football tends to be a little different uh, in terms of reactions to everything. Um, we won't finally hear John Gruden yelling out plays uh, during the game because it'll actually be atmosphere. So I'm just more interested in that. We've seen, you know, we saw the Cowboy game. I mean, a uh, little betting advice here, and you'll tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, the unders seem to be good on these games because no one ever plays. Um, I heard you talking about that today. Gave me a few tips. Um, so I'm more apt to consider what the atmosphere is Saturday. The game will be the game. I don't think, like you said, anyone that matters is going to be put in harm's way. But I do think there's a few guys that you can watch and be kind of interested in. I would guess Trayvon Morgan would be a guy who might be the most interesting guy. Again, we were talking about Hard Knocks the other day where Micah Peterson um, is a great player uh, for the Cowboys. And he's a rookie who was mad they didn't put him back in for more snaps. I mean... I I would... I mean, I love... Because every year we get this in... With the Raiders a couple of years ago is the Keelan Doss effect, which it, it's weird. So a lot of times people say, oh, Hard Knocks just chooses people to to feature and make them look good. Um, and, and again, with the Raiders, it was Keelan Doss. Like all of a sudden, he looked like a superstar. 
and then it came to the season and he didn't produce a whole lot. But I, I don't think it's hard knocks making them look good. Every year in training camp, and, and we, we have seen this by covering a few training camps now, there's always those guys that just look amazing in training camp. They're just like absolutely amazing. And it's not Hard Knocks' fault that they feature those guys. They're actually telling the story of who's looking great in camp. They're not saying that they're going to look good once the season starts. They're just saying, hey, this guy's dominating camp. Last year with the Raiders, it was Brian Edwards. And it is again this year, but he didn't do a whole lot during the season. Um, I'll say that uh, Lester Cotton, the, the reserve offensive lineman, every time they're in a drill, the guy looks amazing. Like He's looked great to me in camp. I don't think he's going to be playing. I mean, he'll play in the preseason game, I'm saying. He's not going to play for the team. So uh, it, it, it's tough to judge from preseason, but you're right. Uh, Micah Parsons looked great in, in yeah. hard knocks, and I, I've heard he's looked great uh, at, at camp as well. Yeah, I should. I said Parsons. I think I'd say Peterson. I was thinking of my old friend Donnie Peterson back in the day. Uh, Donnie Peterson? Donnie Peterson was a kid I played adult baseball with, a uh, really good pitcher. Played at UC San Diego and uh, – Never got a cup of coffee or anything. Always wanted to be a professional. So lived out his dream playing with me in like an adult hardball baseball league uh, down there uh, in San Diego. And Donnie was a hell of a pitcher, Donnie Peterson. So I was thinking about him for whatever reason. Uh, I mean, when I said Michael Peterson, I said Michael Parsons. But uh, who wouldn't – you like that You like that story? I never told you about Donnie Peterson. Well, I mean, I don't know how you get him confused with Michael Parsons, but it's fine. Maybe, maybe another day. <laughs> Donnie had a great curveball. Um Michael Par- like when you think about Michael Parsons and, and who do you think that you've seen on this because he I don't want to say Michael Parsons is a narcissist but check in uh, check on uh, HBO's uh, Hard Knocks I mean he was all about himself anyone you've seen in camp that kind of gives you that uh, that uh, feeling with the Raiders because Damon Arnett said today I thought it was very interesting Damon Arnett said well the vibe's different this year we're closer as a team this year now again that's what you say in camp. Like everyone around the league right now is saying we can win the Super Bowl and we're a family and everything's good. Then when you go 0-4, everything's not so good. So do you see it that way, that they're a closer team? Do you think there might be a few Micah Parsons out there, or is it too hard to tell right now? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say that they also said they were a closer team last year. Yeah, they're very, they're always close. Right. Every year they're close during training camp. And then, you know, the next year it's like, well, we weren't very close last year. Well, what, yeah. what happened? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to say. I, I mean – I'll say, like, we've talked about some of the guys, and, you know, I just mentioned a couple that I thought were kind of standing out. I'll say, um, first of all, I think us meeting with Gerald McCoy uh, gave us an indication that, like, that is a dude that is going to bring a defense together. Right. Uh, Regardless of what he has left in the tank, like, he's a great leader, great guy, so much great energy. Um, I think goes well with the coaching staff and, and not only being a mentor, but also, like, hey, when the coaching staff is is struggling to get everybody going like he's going to get everybody going so like i think having a guy like joe mccoy stands out to me not only hey we'll see what he has left in the tank he hasn't really practiced yet but that does stand out and i mean i'll just stay on the defensive line with a guy like solomon thomas you watch him like yeah he's coming off an injury he didn't do anything last year where's his speed going to be where's his effectiveness going to be maybe a little undersized to play defensive tackle right now but you watch that guy go through a drill and you say oh I know why he was a top five pick. Right. Like that is a different dude. His athleticism is off the chart. So like, that's the kind of stuff that stands out to camp, I think. Yeah. Uh, and where you might, you might look at that and say, okay, you know, maybe that, maybe that is reason to think that the defense will be different. What uh, position are you most interested in for position battles? There's really not a lot of them on the team. I mean, that's like I said, I mean, if our net's like a backup to Hayward, there's not a much. There's not much competition there. He's not playing over Hayward. And you look down the line of these positions. You know, I mean, maybe 
this is kind of like out there, but if Andre James doesn't make it, is, is Nick Martin the guy pretty quick? Because Nick Martin's already played there for a lot of years. I mean, but there's not a lot of spots where you're like, oh, that's a real competition there for playing time. Sure, but we know James is the guy. Uh, Martin will be the backup. Like that, that's the case there in my mind. Um, I, I would, I would say that there's some question at safety. I mean, I think it's going to be Abram and Merrick, but you know, there are some other guys that have been in the mix. Dallin Levitt's had a couple of really bad practices after moving into taking a lot of reps with the ones. Carl Joseph's been out for a few days, so uh, maybe Merrick and um, and Abram secure those spots uh, just that way. Uh, but then the, the defensive line rotation. I mean, we think we know how it's going to play out, uh, but that's kind of where uh, where we're looking uh, on that side of the ball. And then all the you know the depth at receiver and defensive line stand out. But I don't think it matters who's starting because all those guys are playing quite a bit. Right. Uh, and that that's really where your battles are. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. You want to give an update to the people on uh, fake, uh, uh, fake KJ Green? <laughs> I mean, we t- for those that are listening, uh, there was a fake AJ Green on my flight. Uh, had a two-hour conversation with, which is really the part that bothers me the most, because I two hours talking to someone you thought was AJ Green. Talking to anybody? We've talked about this. I oh yeah, you like, don't like talking to people. You're you're well, like especially you're the plane plane rides for me, whether it's vacation or for work. Like that's when I actually watch like shows. I catch yeah. up on programming. Right. Uh, I listen to a couple podcasts. Like I. I use that for like, okay, this is my leisure time. This is when I don't have things going on. And so, I mean, that sounds whiny, I guess, but like, that's when I actually get to catch up on some things. So I was like, I actually had a TV show that I haven't started yet that I really enjoy. The second season just came out and I was like, oh man, I'm going to get a great start. I'm going to get to watch, you know, the first couple of episodes on this flight. This is awesome. And then a guy sits and talks to me the whole thing and I won't go over everything because we did this on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, And then, when he like hits me up, he's like, he's like, oh here, this is my contact info. I'm AJ Green. I was like, what? It was a whole thing. It was it was all bizarre and weird. But he told me a couple of like tidbits about the NFL at the time. I dismissed them because I was like, oh, it's fake AJ Green. He's just making things up. But then one of the things he told me, and at the time it had just come out that Mike Thomas might miss the first week of the season, right? Uh, because you know he had he had some surgery, and you know that was out there. And he said, well, the Saints were trying to acquire me because the Michael Thomas stuff is way worse than everybody knows. He's going to be out probably the first half of the season, and he's furious at the Saints. It's going to boil over publicly. It's going to get nasty, and like this is a real thing. And so I dismissed all of that because I was like – you're fake. You're not really AJ Green. Why would I believe anything you say? And then it's true. Like, what is it? Who was this person? Who, where and who and where is the fake AJ Green? Like, there's no chance you'd ever be able to track him down. Wait, did he give you his contact info? No, he he said he said DM me. He had me DM him on the plane. He had me DM AJ Green. So now AJ Green probably thinks like, who is this idiot? What? Oh, he he had you DM the real AJ Green. Yes, he's oh, like DM me your DM me your number. That's a disaster. I, I 
We got to find this guy and wonder how he knew inside secrets to the NFL. I still, to this day, I'm most surprised at, you said, he said he was signing with the Cowboys. It was a secret thing. And I always doubted, I did, I told you from the beginning, I doubted it somewhat, given he was decked out in Cowboy gear, headed to Texas to sign with the Cowboys. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, they no. spent the time. No, it was it was, good. It was a trade because he signed with the Cardinals already this offseason. He said the Cardinals were trading him to the okay. Cowboys. Yeah, but he, usually you don't arrive to a facility in the gear already. Usually you arrive in either you know a button down and some slacks or jeans and a button down. Right. I, don't, I don't know but if he wasn't with like the Cowboy hat and shirt on. That well, that was the thing. His whole thing was that he it wasn't going to Texas. He was he was actually going to Cancun because it was the last weekend before training camp. And he was. They said they could that he could have a couple of days because he had to process being traded and moving and all that stuff. And they said, "Go enjoy yourself for a few days in Cancun, and then come back." And he said, "Well, he's like, I, you know, they sent me some gear over to be like, hey, if you're going to be, you know, you're probably going to be there while this is announced. So, you know, you're going to have some gear to take with you in case like this gets announced and you want to represent the Cowboys down there." I don't know. It was that's a little weird. weird. That that that's like. You know the high school guy wear the jersey. I, I don't know. I I mean, obviously this guy's completely fake. It's amazing. He's, it's completely fake. I'm just saying. How does he have stuff? He also said that he heard that Prescott was in it was was dealing with some stuff too. And I was like, okay, well, well uh, that's nonsense. Uh, but now we're seeing on hard knocks that this is actually true. So like, I don't know where he's getting some of the information that he had because it was definitely ahead of media reports. Uh, but it was a, it's a very weird situation. You know what the worst very part about weird. all of this is? Hard Knocks is doing the Cowboys. Yeah. Like fake he, A.J. Green. What if fake A.J. Green shows up on like one of these Hard Knocks things with the Cowboys and no one knows who he is and you're the only one saying, hey, there he is. And he's like, somehow he gets in drills and he's like <laughs> running around catching balls. No one knows who the hell he is. And he's like, that guy looks like A.J. Green. Like, did we sign him? And he's out there like catching balls and stuff. That would be awesome. We only know that his his forehead and eyes look like AJ Green because he was wearing a mask the whole time. Okay, well, I mean, again, maybe he steals a helmet and he goes on with a helmet on the field, and they they only see his eyes and, and you know not even his forehead. I, I don't think, know. I'd the give whole thing's for, weird. for fake AJ Green to jump in a drill. I mean, I'd love it. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be able to recognize him. It, it's too weird. Oh, but you want him to just show up in a drill and be like, "I'm AJ Green." Well, I just want him to show up when everyone goes out. Like, get some stupid equipment guy who doesn't know, like, you know, the, the, the foot from the hand and says, hey, just signed. I'm AJ. Need, need a helmet for practice. And he kind of gives a, you know, it's one of those shorts days like the Raiders had today where you're in shorts and, you know, you have the helmet on and he just jogs out to the receiver line. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that would be hilarious. And I just don't know how long. I guess they'd know right away. Right? Like, how long would it take them to, like, say, who are you? I mean, they'd figure it out. They'd figure it out. Well, didn't you say he kind of looked like an NFL player, though? He was in shape and everything? Oh, a hundred percent. This dude, he played football somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You put the helmet on. Maybe they don't figure. Maybe this guy gets to the point where he's in the huddle and they call some kind of plane and just run around like a nut job. And they finally say, hey, well, what's this guy doing? And then they catch him. But I'd, I'd love to give the over under on how long he could last. If in fact he threw on the helmet and he had all this, you know, the, the, the jersey on and the shorts. And he ran out like you know in shape like an NFL player. I'd love to know how long a guy like that could last with that without someone saying Who, who's that person over there. Not long. I think they I think they figured out when you go to the locker room and they're like, "What are you doing here?" 
<laughs> they figured it out a lot quicker than I did, for sure. <laughs> what media member in town could put on Raiders equipment and last the longest without anyone not knowing they're who they are? Mm. I mean, well, uh, Jesse from Channel 3 actually played some college football not so that long ago. Football. I think yeah, he played no, college football. He did, not that long ago. And he's only like 25 or 26, I think. So, I mean, that would make some sense. Uh, I know, uh, you know, Case Kiefer out there, a good friend of mine uh, in the media, is he was a very, very good high school football player. Okay. But he's also he's also old. He's like thirty one, and hasn't played in over ten years, and isn't in great shape, I guess. Okay. Um. So I mean, he might be able to light up on the offensive line and fool some people. Outside of that, I think it's a mess. Is there any chance? Willie Ramirez could replace uh, Deuce Gruden as the lifting guy and stretch everyone out without anyone like really saying anything. Uh, well, I mean, he'd know what he was doing, but he's also... I think he'd know what he's doing. He, he, he has that huge barreled chest and those enormous arms. Sure. But I also think John Gruden would be like, hey, you're not my son. You're not the deucer? Yeah. <laughs> also way too tall. <laughs> Willie? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Willie's got a better card than both Grudens. Uh, well, yeah. Saturday night, buddy, 6 p.m. Tick, tick off. We'll uh, see how many people have masks on. We're excited to be out there. We're excited to bring uh, the game to uh, all our listeners and readers. And off we go with the exhibition season. That's going to do it for our latest edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation. This podcast has been sponsored by Station Casinos, ST, and Sports. Remember now, there are new episodes of Vegas Nation every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting app. You can also check out Vegas Nation Game Day while we preview that first exhibition game against Seattle. Find all of that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For Heidi Fang producing today, Adam, I'm Ed. We'll talk to you next week.